This is West Virginia Morning. I'm Teresa Wills. A proposed major hiking trail rivaling the Appalachian Trail is slated to run through West Virginia. It's going to be an economic boost for this area that needs a a boost other than coal. But it has hit some snags. We'll have that story and more this West Virginia morning. Tuesday, October 18th is the last day to register to vote in the November 8th general election. To register in person with your county clerk, you must deliver your voter registration form by the close of business on Tuesday. Registration sent by mail must be received or postmarked the same day. You can also register online. Any registered voter who has moved, changed their name since the last election, or wants to change their party affiliation should update their registration. To download a mail-in voter registration form, register to vote online, or find your county clerk's contact information, visit GoVoteWV.com. Tonight, West Virginia Public Broadcasting will premiere a new original TV special titled Communities in Schools, Friends with Paws. The half-hour television program features the state's Friends with Paws pilot project, which aims to introduce therapy dogs to West Virginia public schools. Therapy dogs in the classroom are known to aid in the counseling and comforting of students, as well as improve grades and attendance. The program is part of the Expanding Communities in Schools program, and both are championed by First Lady Kathy Justice. This morning, we listened to an excerpt from the broadcast featuring reporting from Liz McCormick. We start at Welch Elementary School, where the students have just gotten their new therapy dog, Cole. If you see Cole, you'll also probably see Shannon Pace close by. She's Cole's handler and accompanies him through a busy day of greeting students at the door in the morning, walking the halls when classes change, and even participating in class. He is fantastic at sitting and just listening to kids read. And when you're reading to a dog, you're not reading to you or me. They're more comfortable with that, and they read better. Um, there are studies that show that students that will go and read, like a Read to Me program with a dog, their reading levels just jumped higher and higher because they weren't worried about, he's not going to judge them. He is still going to give them hugs and kisses when they're done reading that book. Cole has become a beloved member of the Welch Elementary School family. It's a close-knit family in a tight community that faces significant challenges, not unlike communities across the state. Many West Virginia students are living in poverty. Thousands are in foster care or in family situations where substance use disorder, mental illness, and even physical abuse are realities. Children in these trauma-inducing environments are at high risk for dropping out of school. But a 2017 study from the U.S. Department of Education and the Institute of Education Sciences shows that access to a therapy dog in school increases attendance and graduation rates. Before you leave with Cole, can I give him a pet? Yeah, give him one more pet. Cole's new job at Welch Elementary is multifaceted. He provides affection and comfort to everyone, students, teachers, staff, and even visitors. 
Just petting him, giving him a hug, talking to him, or rubbing his belly can alleviate a person's stress and anxiety. And when stress and anxiety are relieved, students can better focus on their schoolwork, leading to improved literacy, language development, motor skills, overall grades, and academic achievement. While it seems as if Cole has always been here, he's actually a new arrival, delivered by Governor Jim Justice and First Lady Kathy Justice in April 2022. You all are special. I think we have Beth, who's bringing someone in right now. Cole is the first dog to be assigned under the new Friends with Paws Therapy Dog Project, developed by First Lady Kathy Justice after more than a year of research, consultations, and visits to other therapy dog programs. It's such a in-depth project that we wanted to make sure that people are doing the right thing, the dogs are being cared for, the dogs are trained. Dogs now are being used in funeral homes, hospitals, uh, anything where there's emotional needs. The First Lady intends to deliver 10 therapy dogs to West Virginia schools by the end of 2022, with more to follow. They relate to the dogs. I mean, they just, uh, they don't feel intimidated. The dogs, as we all know, are never in a bad mood. You know, they're always happy and glad to see you. And uh, that's what we want. We just want to build a real bond and a real connection to these children. And especially after the pandemic, it's just been, mental wellness has just been really tough for the whole state, for everyone. One month after his arrival, Cole's impact can already be observed in Welch Elementary classrooms. Children are more focused, and the work is more productive. Come on in. Hey, you guys. This blanket ship, is it okay if Cole and I come in? Yes, ma'am. Cole, let's go. Come on. I have students who have struggled with anxiety and depression, especially since COVID. They really have struggled a lot with just feelings of anxiousness all the time. Um, and it could take 20 to 30 minutes or more to get them calmed down to a space where they can go back to, to class. With Cole, it could take five minutes, you know? So if they can come in here and they can sit on that couch and just have five to seven minutes of that deep pressure of him just laying on their lap and then petting him. So that's gonna cut down on our out of classroom time. Um, it's going to also cut down on that child's anxiety. You've just heard an excerpt from WVPB's new original TV special titled Communities in Schools, Friends with Pauls. With reporting from Liz McCormick. To watch the full broadcast, tune into your local WVPB TV channel or YouTube channel tonight at 8 or rather at nine. This is West Virginia Morning. I'm Teresa Wills. It's 7.50. Variable cloudiness today with gusty wind, highs in the 50s. Partly cloudy tonight with a freeze watch for many areas of the state, lows in the 20s and 30s. Mostly sunny tomorrow in the eastern panhandle, otherwise cloudy. There's a chance of rain or snow in the north and in the mountains. Highs in the 30s and 40s. 
Support for WVPB is provided by the Ban Apple, a Prohibition-era dining establishment serving cocktails from local distilleries. Located on historic Doe Creek Farm in Giles County, Virginia. BadAppleBarn.com In 1948, a hiker named Earl Schaefer came up with the idea of an alternative to the Appalachian Trail. It would be a trail that stretches from deep south to New England, just west of the AT. It wasn't until 2007 that the Great Eastern Trail Association was created and parts of the trail started to open up to hikers. But as Jessica Lilly reports, when hikers get to southern West Virginia, they find a trail that's incomplete. This is uh, something that I wrote to inspire me to get down the trail. Hillbilly Bart Houck was one of two to complete the first through hike of the Great Eastern Trail. I spoke with him back in 2013. New trail system like this just doesn't pop up every year and to actually try to be one of the first to hike this trail and to showcase it and to bring it into light is actually a very humbling experience. The hope for this trail was that it would relieve some of the foot traffic on the iconic Appalachian Trail, which hosts about three million hikers each year. It, it also is going to be an economic boost for this area that needs a, a boost other than coal. I'm not against coal. Actually, I have a lot of friends that are in the coal industry. But this is a, uh, a way for, to showcase southern West Virginia in a, uh, in a different light. Nearly a decade later, I wanted to find out if the Great Eastern Trail did give Southern West Virginia an economic boost. So I went back on the trail Blazers, to find out. Trailblazers are, uh, there's a code uh, to uh, know whether to turn right or left. Uh. This is Tim McGraw, president of the Tuganoo Hiking Club, which maintains and promotes the Great Eastern Trail in Southern West Virginia. And it's still here. How long would you say that's been there? About 10 years. We're checking blazes, or markings, to follow the trail along a drivable portion of the trail in Mercer County. The trail and the access it gives him to nature are special. I like to be out in nature. I particularly like to be up on the ridges in southern West Virginia. It is, uh, for me, it's a, a kind of a spiritual uh, experience. I just wanted to share what I f feel when I'm in nature. I want to share that with other people. You can take it or you can leave it. <laughs> the trail runs from Alabama to New York, west of the Appalachian Trail, but portions of it are incomplete, especially in southern West Virginia. McGraw says the biggest challenge to completing the trail here is private land ownership. Trailblazers tried to keep the trail on accessible land by mapping it to connect public lands. Those lands include R.D. Bailey Lake Wildlife Management Area, Bluestone State Park, and Twin Falls Resort State Park. Scott Durham worked as superintendent of Twin Falls in Wyoming County for 42 years. We let them co-designate some of our existing trails at Twin Falls as pieces of the Great Eastern Trail. 
that designation has gone away, not because they're not welcome, but because they've just been inactive. The proposed route for the Great Eastern Trail inevitably crosses private property to reach public lands like Twin Falls. Wyoming County has the highest concentration of outside land ownership of any county in the state, according to a study from 2013. In fact, Twin Falls was donated to the state by a private company. All the land around three-quarters of the boundary of Twin Falls is corporate land. And corporate landowners have a reason for not granting access to hikers, liability. For Durham and many residents in southern West Virginia, it's a familiar story. I've been involved in any number of economic development efforts. The, the real hard part of trying to, to create economic development in southern West Virginia always comes back to uh, having access to buy land and own land. But Durham says the Great Eastern Trail would mean more than economic development to the region. It brings a stamp of approval to, if you go to some place in Virginia or North Carolina, and they say, well, the Appalachian Trail runs right through here, that gives you a image of what that place is and, and the quality of the outdoor experience at that place. What could a completed trail do for the economy in southern West Virginia? Well, there's a hint at what's possible further down the trail in Narrows, Virginia. Welcome to the General Douglas MacArthur Hotel. That's Alan Neely. He has an award-winning mustache and a passion for his hometown. Narrows, Virginia is a national trail town because it's the only town in the United States where two major hiking trails intersect the Great Eastern Trail and the Appalachian Trail. After working as the lead construction contractor at Virginia Tech, he retired and rescued this historic hotel from demolition. Now about a quarter of his business is hikers. I mean, we had people from Brazil and Britain and Spain and, you know, come through and they go back to their hometowns wherever it might be and tell of the little town that they love. You know, we've even had some people to hike through here and they'll come back and buy houses and move here. The vision for many coal and railroad towns in southern West Virginia also includes restoring a historic hotel and growing a tourism industry. So what will it take to get the Great Eastern Trail completed in West Virginia? Scott Durham says to start, it'll take initiative. There needs to be people who step up, but there are serious hikers here. It may just take that one person who cares. For West Virginia Public Broadcasting, I'm Jessica Lilly. That was the fifth story in our radio series, Country Roads, the Mountain State Tourism Economy. Tune in every morning through next week to hear a new story on tourism and the challenges that come with it. Or visit our website to listen to stories you may have missed. West Virginia Morning is a production of West Virginia Public Broadcasting, which is solely responsible for its content. You can keep up with the latest West Virginia news throughout the day on our website, wvpublic.org. Support for our news bureaus comes from West Virginia University, Concord University, and Shepherd University. Eric Douglas is our news director, and he produced today's show. I'm your host, Teresa Wills. This is West Virginia Morning.